This is episode number 14 with Shandeep Gill. Hello and welcome to the Love Yourself to Happiness show, a podcast inspired by modern women like you. We are your hosts, Maya and Michaela. Each week, you'll get an infusion of tips, daily routines, tools, and rituals from our favorite experts that will inspire you to create the life of your dreams and make it a reality. All this information is free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. We also want to invite you to join our free private Facebook group called Energized Mama Tribe. We are also offering a free masterclass, five steps to get 10 or more hours of free time in your week. Lastly, we're offering free breakthrough calls with us to help implement the tools we teach you in the class. Links to all of these free resources are in the show notes. So grab a cup of coffee or tea, sit back, and welcome to Love Yourself to Happiness. Shandeep Gill is the founder of Evermore Coaching, a transformational life coach and a dream designer. Shandeep's purpose in life is to connect, evolve, and flourish. Through her deep connection with herself, she empowers others to connect with their inner leaders, Her commitment to her own soul's evolution creates a space for her clients to flourish in their authenticity in all aspects of their lives. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. We would like to welcome Shandeep Gill. She's back with us for her second interview because we were so mesmerized by everything that she had to say last time that we didn't get through all of our interview questions and we have some follow-ups. So welcome back, Shandeep. Thank you. Hi, Hi, guys. How are you all doing today? Wonderful. I'm good. Awesome. Thank you for having me. So, thank you for coming back. Mm -hmm. So, last time in our our interview, you mentioned that you go to spiritual retreats on a fairly regular basis. Can you tell us a little bit about what that entails or where you go and some details about that? So, these retreats are... um, they're kind of based on and founded in the the religion that I follow. So it's a faith-based retreat. Um, I come from a Sikh religion. Um, it's it's called Sikhism. Um, it basically means discipleship. So you have a master. Um, in our case, we had ten messengers or ten prophets um, that uh, over you know a, a couple hundred years came to earth with a message and it was basically it's basically one of oneness you know it's about communing with god it's about um connecting within yourself um and so these spiritual retreats are based entirely on the scriptures that have been left for us as you know as people of this faith um and so we do a lot of reading of the scriptures. We do a lot of singing of the hymns that are found within these scriptures. Um, there's meditation. And so the, the overall retreat starts, you know, it's Friday evening um, around 5 o'clock. And it goes until Sunday uh, at about noon uh, or Monday if it's a long holiday, right? So Or a long weekend, I should say. Um, but basically the idea is to kind of leave the world behind for a couple of days, recharge your spiritual battery so that you can face the world and face um, all the challenges that come with everyday life with a different perspective, with coming from a space of love, coming from a space of um, remembrance. And that's that's really important for, uh, for 
anybody, I would say, you know, meditation is really, to me anyways, all about being in remembrance of the divine. So, um, and that's what these spiritual retreats are meant to offer. Um, it's a time and a space where you say no thanks to everything else and you say, you know what, I'm just going to spend my time here and in the company of other people who are seeking. Um, it's a very different energy to be around 200 or 300 other people who are really all there for the same purpose also mm-hmm. as opposed to being kind of like um, diluted by the energies of the world that can often take over. Um, and so when you have when you have, you know, 300 people coming together all in remembrance and all trying to progress on their own spiritual paths, um, the the aura becomes that much more... Stronger. Divine and yeah. It's much stronger, right? So your, your focus and your concentration can be that much more deep as well. And so um, when you come back after a weekend away like that, then it's just a little bit easier to, to kind of maneuver life. That sounds yeah. so amazing. Yeah. Sign me up. How often, <laughs> how often do you do that? Um, we pretty much try every other weekend. Sometimes, you know, depending during the summers, a lot of different cities like to host um, these spiritual retreats. And the summers are uh, optimal time because kids aren't in school. And um, it's a lot easier to pack yourselves into a car or a van and drive, you know, few hours to, to get to these places or to fly if that that's what uh, what your fancy is um, so during the summer it's almost every week there's a retreat being held somewhere we usually make it to um, every other week sometimes every week also um, again it just depends on the time of the year uh, and then during the week if if we're not traveling anywhere, then, you know, one day, maybe two days, we'll also, um, like, attend a smaller um, circle, like a, a community, a congregation, just locally with other families that we know here in this area. So um, oh, that's amazing. Get- so that means you're connected a lot, you know, so you always have that reminder to be yeah. aware. And yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Thank you and, for sharing. Yeah. Mm. And you also mentioned about you know, having some spiritual masters uh, that maybe guided you, and are they from these retreats, or did you? Yeah, so they're they're um, they're no longer here in physical form. So they left the body, um, I think, back in '99 and then 2002. Um, they, uh, I think of them as like my divine parents. Um, they were too soul-seeking, self-realized souls. So they started out as soul-seekers, but, I mean, they they became self-realized. So they, they connected so deeply within that um, through their connection, there was such a revelation for what their service to this world was going to be. Um, they were the ones who created the this particular congregation, the the faith has al- has been in existence for many many hundreds of years, um, but to create this kind of a congregation, um, it's it's no small feat, you know. And so they they were the ones who um, were given this sort of service from mm-hmm. you know divine higher powers to say, okay, you know, bring this is what this is what you're here to do. For the remainder of your years, and um, and so they've 
you know, under their guidance and under their umbrella of love, I guess, if you want to call it that, they've brought um, in mysterious and magical ways just people from all different walks of life together. Um, most most people are from the faith that I follow, mm-hmm. their Sikh faith. But oftentimes, like, it's just such a warm, inviting atmosphere that there's been so many people who've come from other backgrounds and other faiths, and they've just kind of connected to something on a much more a deeper level. It really has nothing to do with where you're born or, or you know, what right. you're born into. Um, for a lot of these people, they, they just feel something. They feel right. something. And maybe the language resonates with them better, you know, yeah. than what we were taught to, right. to believe right. in. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, so yeah, they're no longer here, but uh, we I keep them very close. They're they're always in my heart. I'm when I often just kind of like you know talk to them on the inside, yeah. Um, and for their their responses to kind of just appear in one yeah. way or another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing thank that. Um, so to go back to kind of our questions that we missed last time yeah (laughs) what what is your favorite success story with a client um so the one that comes to comes like right off the top of my head is um I think I first started with clients last year like actually started coaching my clients last year and um I think I started with this one particular client like at the end of August or beginning of September and by November this person was like, okay, well, you know, I've, I've thought about it and I, I don't think I'm going to continue coaching anymore. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, that's, that's great. You know, can I get a bit of, um, you know, would you like to do a closing session? Can I get some feedback? You know, how, how did coaching serve you? She's like, well, actually it served me really well. That's kind of why I don't need to, <laughs> I don't need to continue. <laughs> I was like, Okay, so I worked myself out of a job, but that's awesome. That's exactly <laughs> what I wanted to hear. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my gosh. So she found her groove and she was just in this um in this space where she was just like, you know what, I think I can do this. I feel I feel like on on top of myself. So yeah. right. So what kind of transformation did she have? Um, it was it was an internal transformation as well as a perspective that she had carried about herself and um she connected to something within herself also that allowed her to to get back or get like to transform back into the version of herself where she felt the most empowered. Mm. And what are the tools that you guys used? So I we did actually the session right before that was a guided journey. It was a guided um, um, like meditation almost. And through that, she was able to, like, it was a visualization mm. and she was able to really, like, connect with it. And sometimes it works for people, sometimes it doesn't. But for her, I think after the fact, it just, like, the juices started to flow and she, she really felt kind of empowered by it all. Right, so, yeah. right. Oh, amazing. that's amazing. Yeah, it is. So can you share with us what was the best decision of your life up until this point? Mm, the best decision of my life oh definitely leaving my job (laughs) back in 2015 when I walked away um it was it was a 
somewhat of a difficult decision. Um, and at the same time, it was just so easy. Like I, I knew it was the, the kick in the pants that I needed. And I think I, I covered a little bit of this last time we spoke as well, where I knew um, that I was meant to move on from that position. And I was right. just kind of waiting for the, um, for the cue. And when we got our letters to say that, you know, our, our business functions were ending, I thought, okay, perfect. This is the exact cue that I'm looking for. It doesn't get any clearer than this. So I, you know, kind of put myself in a place where I could, um, uh, afford to take a step away from a well-paying job and start something of my own. And so just making that decision, I think really was powerful for myself. Um, communicating it to the world um, was really powerful too, because it, it had me, it had me really face the challenging questions that I knew everybody else was going to be wondering, like, right. are you sure? Why don't you, why don't you just, are you sure you want to put all of your eggs in one basket like that? You have a really secure job with benefits. And so it was all the, their fear-based um, concern was, was brought up to the front. Such and a good point they, to, to, like, to know what you're going to be dealing yeah. with and have your answers. And I tell that with my clients as well is like, yeah. you know, maybe if you're not ready to deal with that, don't talk about it. And it's okay not yeah. to talk about things until you're right. fully ready and confident mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. no matter what anyone's going to say to throw you down, you're just going to be so confident. And that's inspiring exactly. to others, you know? Yeah. And sometimes it's like a test in a way too, because it's like, for me, I it was coming from like parents. It was coming from people who are close to me, you know, like long life, lifelong, <laughs> lifelong friends, um, where their concern was legitimate. Like it was coming right. from a well-intentioned place, um, but at the same time, it was just like, you know what? I can't listen to your fear anymore. Like I've done that. I I I've got to stick to what I know to be and you've built myself. your life around that fear exactly, right to, to, exactly right. yeah and so having them having them question me really made me resonate myself in my decision and if they hadn't asked me that question if I hadn't communicated it and if I hadn't stated it to the world then I would kind of I think I would still have a little bit more doubt in my mind about whether or not that was the right decision to make when you're faced with that thing you know, it kind of makes you show up in a different way. And so just even saying to them that, no, I'm fine. I'll figure it out. It's all good. You know, I, I believe in what I'm about to do. Just just being able to take that stand for myself, I think it really set up the universe in a different way for me. Because right. the minute I, I told you about the health implications, like the minute yeah. I, I walked away, it just was like a whole other transformation. Right. And then like the rest of my life just kind of, Followed suit, you know. A few months later, I was introduced to this amazing guy. Who then, a few months after that, I ended up being married to. And like, I just—I mean, it's not it, in my mind. It's not coincidental, right? Like, it's the minute I stepped in to that thing that I knew to be true for myself. The universe like opened the rest of the way, like yes. Forward. And so, um, and so, yeah. I mean, I—it's just that was definitely the best decision of my life. <laughs> so amazing. And such a good reminder about that. Yeah. The whole idea of boundaries and what is yours yeah. and what is theirs, because in yeah. that situation, it was you handing 
other people's fears back to them. You'd been carrying them in your in your purse for years. <laughs> You're like, no, no, no. You can have this back because yes. I've got this. You oh know? my God, that's such a beautiful way of putting it. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And we give it back with love, yeah. right? So, what, yeah. you know, it's it's like you said, it's well-intentioned. Mm-hmm. And people really, you know, most people really do mean well. Mm-hmm. And people are afraid of change and they project that onto, you know, yeah. onto their, their loved ones. But yeah, yeah. I always say tr- I transmute this energy back to you with love. You know, I yeah. transmute it to love and hopefully gives them courage to oh, have so a life changing moment, you know, mm-hmm. or change their mm-hmm. life. I mean, life should be fun. And if it's dull, it's time to do yeah. something about it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Thank you for sharing. So when do you feel most empowered? When do I feel most empowered? I think this is one question that I actually have had the hardest time putting words to. Um, I would say I feel most empowered when um, I'm being honest with myself. When, you know, the, um, what's the words, the veils come down and I'm being raw and I'm being honest. I feel the most empowered. It's, it's, I'm reading that book right now, Braving the Wilderness by Brene Brown. And she talks of this quite a bit. And it's like the, the wilderness is that place where people may not agree with you where you may not find your sense of belonging but where you know that you're standing in your integrity and I, and for me that's very much true um i feel the most empowered when i'm being true to myself i'm being true to you know to that which my masters have you know left me um to to be and to step into and so yeah uh, i definitely would I can say with confidence that that's when I feel the most empowered. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks. So, Michaela, did you have any other questions? I can't hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just... (laughs) (laughs) There I am. So, we are huge on gratitude, especially to bring happiness. So, can you share with us three things that you're most recently grateful for? Oh, wow. Um, well, I'm constantly grateful for um, the love of my masters, my spiritual masters. Mm. That will never change. That's always, I mean, that's probably the only constant in the world for me. Um, and so, yeah, I'm grateful for their love and, and guidance. I am and grateful for... can you share with for... us their name? <laughs> um, so... The, the the name that uh, we lovingly refer to them with is um, Bauji. Okay. He's, his full name is Jaswant Singh. Um, he's written 132 sort of like small pamphlets or whatever on different topics pertaining to our scriptures to more easily understand them. Mm. To, but not just from an intellectual point of view, from a very um, spiritual and practical point of view right. uh, and the center of, of his work has been around the power not just in your everyday life but you know going one lifetime to the next and what 
has happened from previous lifetimes is how that's impacting you in your present day. And so, um, and so that's, again, grateful for mm. all of that. That's, that comes from a completely different realm. And, and um, is this something you followed or you've known of him when you were in the corporate job, when you had the hot power yeah. job, or you found him, you know, afterwards? It was No, I've, I've been uh, a part of this congregation since I was like eight years old. Oh, okay. So um, him and um, our other spiritual master, um, we call her Mataji, which means mother, like divine mother. Um, we... Uh, I've I've known of them both since I was about eight years old. They were they used to live out in India, and so I had the the blessings of having gone to meet them, uh, gone to meet them a couple of times. Um, and so even though they're no longer here in the physical, um, in the physical sense, they're the, what that what they've left behind for the rest of us is still continuing um, in very much the same way that they had. They had it running under them, right? Um, and so, um, so yeah, I'm I'm most grateful for them, um, for what they've left us, because um, they're timeless, just absolutely timeless. Mm-hmm. And it looks like your coaching is based on that as well, with your mission statement. Yeah. Um, yeah. That it's a heart-centered wellness empire that is committed to oneness, empowerment, soul evolution, and shifts in consciousness, which is yeah, beautiful. Exactly. And that's exactly what, like, I mean, it. That's been pretty much the, the guiding light for for us, um, for me growing up in. This. Right. Um, let me think. What else? What else? Am I for? <laughs> ah. <laughs> um. I'm grateful for all the positivity. Um, and sometimes the negativity, because the negativity really lets me be more and more grateful for the positivity. Um, and there's a lot of growth in it all. So um, just, I know it's very vague. I, I, don't, I can't really, like, specify. Like, I was just looking outside, and I saw the changing leaves on the trees. And I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful for that, too. Yeah, and some <laughs> days I have very vague. Beautiful. Yeah, some days I have very vague gratitude lists. But they're yeah. still like the foundation of what, you know, I, I yeah. think vague or not, it's still a beautiful mm-hmm. vibration to tap into, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the ocean. I'm always grateful for the ocean. Yes. <laughs> Love being by the water. So healing. Oh, yes. Yes. Those negative ions, man. Telling me. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> just do something to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming back on with us. And we hope to have more opportunities to work with you in the future. I love your energy. I love everything about you guys. Um, The work that you're doing is is incredible. So thank you for letting me be a part of it all. Thank Thank you. you We love you. Have a beautiful day. Thank you as well. Thank you for listening to the Love Yourself to Happiness show. If you like what you heard and you're interested to see if you're fit to work with us, here's what to do next. Head over to mayakristen.com forward slash apply and book an appointment to speak with our team. We will get on a call for about 45 minutes 
and we will work with you to craft a step-by-step game plan to win back 10 hours of free time in your week so you could reconnect and spend more quality time with your loved ones. And we will also get you clarity on these three things. Number one, we will help you see what mindset shifts need to be made in your life. Number two, you will learn how to create a schedule so that you could flow through motherhood with ease. And number three, you will get in touch with things that bring you joy so you know what to do with this free time. Whatever your biggest challenges are, we've seen it and we know how to overcome it. Don't do it alone. You need expert guidance to make it happen. We have helped moms to get more free time in their week to focus on themselves without sacrificing family time. To see if we can help you do the same, go to mayakristen.com forward slash apply. We look forward to talking to you soon.